Hello, hello, my fellow podcast people. I hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Monday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host, as per usual, Azra and the Language Nerd. You can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, but also secondarily whenever I feel like posting on TikTok and on Tumblr. My username in all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at polyglotazrin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T-A-Z or Z, depending on your country, R-E-N. You can also simply search Azrin, the language nerd, on whatever your favorite social media platform is. So again, that is spelled A-Z or Z. R-E-N, the language nerd. And welcome to another podcast episode. I'm very, very excited as per usual to be recording this one here. First and foremost, I wanna kick things off by saying I hope everybody had a really, really good weekend. My weekend was pretty solid overall. I had a really fun time. Saturday, as per always, as per usual, I've, I've talked about it so many times. I had various different events for language learners. This particular Saturday, we had a lot of different coffee shop events and it was a lot of fun. We had, a, we had an event for Mandarin learners, another one for French learners, and another one for Spanish learners. We did a fun Valentine's Day activity uh, with the French and Spanish crowd, seeing as Valentine's Day is now literally three days away, or wait, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yes, three days away from now. And uh, basically what we did is I made everybody do two different things. First of all, they had to prepare a self-introduction about themselves that basically would be courting me. In other words, basically trying to convince me to date them. And then whoever came up with the most creative or the most fun or whatever self-description, they were the winner. And obviously I, was, I, I answered people's questions. I, 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 they're definitely allowed to ask me for help so I can help them with vocabulary things, any grammar things they didn't know about. And overall, it was a lot of fun. We also did another activity where I printed out a whole bunch of different typical or quote unquote really good questions to ask on a first date. And then we, we all talked about these different questions and we discussed them together. A whole lot of fun, I really enjoyed it. Sunday was a very big family day for me because we had, basically in English, we don't really have a word, but I guess the closest thing we would have is a baby shower. Um, I have uh, one of my aunts who is pregnant, actually two of my aunts who are pregnant right now. And we did um, what's a, a basically a ceremony that is similar to a baby shower, I guess you could say in English terms, but the whole procedure is very different than what a baby shower would look like in, in Canada, for example. So the biggest difference, for example, is that guys and girls are allowed to go. And so I was able to go there. And then also it's a little bit more on the religious side of things or traditional side of things than a baby shower. So there's some different devotional songs that are sung. There's different um, Hindu or religious ceremonies that are done and, and things like that. So it was a lot of fun. The whole family was there. We ate, we talked, we hung out. It was a lot of people in my grandma's house, which is not entirely that huge. And so it was a lot of people, a lot of people packed into a pretty small house. And that basically lasted the whole day. I think we left the house at about 8.45 in the morning. And by the time we got back home, it was about, I don't know, like 4.30 PM, something like that. So most of the day essentially went towards that. So fun kind of weekend, had a really good time. Now, I wanna talk about something uh, that is a wild theory that I have. 
I have no idea if it's true. It could be super wrong. It could be really right. It could be something in between. I honestly have no clue whatsoever, but there's a weird kind of feeling in the back, like kind of deep in my gut that says that my theory is correct. And here's my theory. My random theory is that people who place a heavy emphasis on pronunciation and additionally, equally important, on overall how the language, how a foreign language is supposed to sound, those people end up being a lot stronger and a lot more fluent than people who do not focus on heavily on the sounds and pronunciation of the language. A wild theory, I know. I have no grounds or research or anything to really back this up, but this is something I believe. Here's a couple of the things that makes me think this way. First of all, I look at myself, right? I am someone, when I'm learning languages, my number one focus, or my number one, or at least in my top three focuses, is focusing on really understanding how does the language sound when it sounds, when someone speaks it extremely naturally, at the most natural level, at a native level. How are people, how are people pronouncing things? How are they phrasing things? How, how are they acting in certain situations? What kind of expressions are they using? How does the language change when they speak quickly versus when they speak slowly? What kind of things are, are socially appropriate versus inappropriate? A great example in Mandarin that came up earlier today actually was uh, the fact that in Mandarin, calling someone fat or saying that, oh, you've gained a little bit of weight, that is not necessarily a bad thing. In English, you stay well away from that topic. You would never, there's never, there's very few situations in English where you can say, wow, you've gained weight and that's going to be taken in a positive way. Unless someone's anorexic or there's, there's everybody knows that they're trying to gain weight or something, but in most social situations, that is unacceptable. And yet in Mandarin, that's not exactly the case. In many situations, that would be more than fine to say, if not even a slight compliment, if anything. And so it's focusing on that, right? And what kinds of like, how does the language sound? And my whole thing with this, right? The reason I believe this is that when you focus on trying to sound as natural as possible, both with pronunciation and using the right idioms, and responding how a native speaker would respond. Essentially, I find that that then trickles into other elements of the language. In other words, when you try to, when you put all of your focus on sounding as natural as possible, and that's your primary focus, that bleeds into so many different elements of language learning. It bleeds into grammar, because to sound natural, your grammar has to be on point. It leads into pronunciation, because to sound natural, your pronunciation has to be on point. It leads into idioms and expressions because to sound natural, again, there's, there's probably a bunch of expressions and stuff that you should be using. It leads into cultural awareness because as I was saying a minute ago, there are certain things that you can do or say in maybe your mother tongue that are not the way you'd say it or not the appropriate thing to do in whatever language you're learning. It leads to so many different elements of the language. Heck, it even leads to indirectly things like how you write in that language. Or even like in Mandarin, one thing I think about is how you print. 
So, for example, when you're learning to print characters and write characters in class, you are taught the exact strokes, character strokes, what to write exactly, how to write it perfectly, where to start your lines, what it should look like. And it's this amazing kind of really beautiful and neat kind of printing. But anytime you actually see a native speaker write in Mandarin, more often than not, their characters look nothing like that. Or rather, they look similar, of course, because you have to be able to read the characters, but there's so much more messiness to it, and everybody kind of adds their own little twist into the writing. This happens in every language. My writing, my printing is very different than your printing, very different than someone else's printing. And so if you are focused on being, and maybe not sounding natural, but but using language in, spoken, in a spoken format, a written format, every format that there is, and you want to do it as naturally as possible, you're going to essentially become as close to a native speaker as one could become without actually being someone who's born and raised in the country where that language is spoken. Does that make sense? That's kind of why I feel this way and where my whole hypothesis comes from. I have no idea if that made any sense. I, I have no clue because this is the very first time I'm trying to articulate this and compared to most of the things I talk about on this podcast, this is one I'm not sure if it's really the, I'm not sure exactly if this is, um, you know, true or not true or, or really where on the spectrum of truth that this belief lies. It's just a random hypothesis that I feel like might be true. And also I'll add one last thing and maybe we can wrap the podcast up after I add this last point. It's something I've noticed. It's a common trend just among people I've met, which obviously is a reasonably small sample size. And I could be wrong. It could just be my personal experience. But when I look at the people that I've met, usually the people who have focused on sounding natural and sounding as close to a native speaker as possible, those tend to be the people that actually end up having the highest level in the language. I've noticed that. And when I say highest level, I mean in all senses. I mean in sounding good in terms of pronunciation. I mean being able to have proper grammar. I mean in uh, listening comprehension. I mean like every little element of the language, the people who, who focus on the sounds and sounding natural tend to have the highest or one of the highest levels um, out of other people that I've met who speak that language. And people who focused on grammar or focused on um, whatever, vocabulary, those kinds of things, often, not always, this is not an exact science. And again, I know this is just a wild theory that's circulating or percolating in my mind, but people who focused heavily on the grammar and vocabulary and such, while they might speak really well and can and have good listening comprehension and are really strong in the language and blah, 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 they're really, really good they still tend, in my experience anyway, just with people I've met, I wanna stress this, in my experience based on people I've met, they still tend to fall short of people who focused on really how the language is used in a most natural way and trying to imitate that in the best way that they can. Does that make sense? And so the reason I wanna talk about this, number one, I just think it's an interesting discussion point and it was a crazy little thought that I wanted to share and maybe see what the reactions are based on me sharing this and what you guys think. But second of all, it's because I often hear people say things um, such as, you know, the sounds of the language and the pronunciation and that whole side of things and the slang and all of those things, you know, 
they're really nice and yeah i do want to put some focus but ultimately i'm way more concerned with having a good grammar or or with having good vocabulary because those are kinds of the things that are more it's it's more of the foundations of the language it's more fundamental and the pronunciation and sounding natural and whatnot is more of a cherry on top or this is the sugar on top it's an additional thing so i don't want to focus on that and whenever people say that comment or that kind of comment to me it always rings off bells in my brain and i always feel like you're right in many respects but i think you're wrong in others and i've never really figured out i've never been able to even have an inkling as to why i feel that way and i've never been able to articulate it or figure it out and today was the first time I'm like, oh, I think I'm kind of moving towards figuring out why I disagree with that statement. And over time, as, as you know, as I keep getting better with language learning and I learn more about it and, and I become smarter with it and more experienced and everything, I'm sure there's gonna be a day where I make a podcast that expands on this topic where suddenly I'm like, oh, I, I remember saying this once where, I believe people who focus on the sounds of the language tend to be most fluent. I'm sure there's gonna be a day where I realize what I'm saying today is just a part of the truth. That's what my gut says, that what I'm saying right now is partially true, but it's part of a bigger picture that I just haven't seen yet. And I, I just need more experience and more time before I'll be able to see what it is. But just something I wanted to share with you guys anyway today. So anyway, um, I think we'll wrap this podcast up. I know it's been a little bit shorter than usual, but um yeah that's really what's on my mind today so thanks again for listening i appreciate your attention and we will talk next time bye for now see you